Success stories and interviews with game changers and thought leaders who have overcome both in life and in business. Welcome to Vertical Momentum. Welcome to another episode of Vertical Momentum. I'm your host, Richard Kaufman, also known as the Comeback Coach. Guys, this is going to be a great episode. Um, I got a lot of information that I want to, to find out about. But first, I want to thank our sponsors at Double B Creates Podcast, one of my favorite podcasts out there. And I know it's weird to hear one podcaster promoting another, but this podcast, Double B Creates, is a great podcast, very informative, but they have three different people that do the show. So it's fun. It's uh, very amusing and very, you will learn a lot. So check out Double B Creates. Guys, if you are struggling with any kind of health, fitness issues, especially chronic illness, like I am dealing with, um, you need to listen to this and share this episode. I'm so grateful. Um, Jenny, thank you for coming on today. How are you doing today? I'm great today. And thank you so much, Richard, for asking me to be on your podcast today, because this topic means so much to me. And I want to let you know, in Denver, Colorado, it did snow last night. Just had to put well, that out there. You know, and yeah, right. <laughs> and we're, you know, we're actually talking about I know different, all different kinds of stuff. But mm-hmm. you know, um, there's a lot of people. You know, we're still in COVID, so whenever you guys listen to this, this is during the COVID time. Right. A lot of people are dealing with issues like I have, like uh, diabetes stuff like that, um, and then they can't get out. So they kind of get into a depressive kind of mode. Then they start eating and then it kind of everything is just snowballs. And so we're going to talk to you today about how to help us get out of the ruts that we are in. So, you know, I know you're in Colorado. And so I know we're going to talk about the CBD issue because I have a lot of questions about that. So tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from and how you got to this point. Well, actually, thank you for asking. I I was not born in Colorado. Um, I've lived here twice. I just came back. The first time I was here, interesting story, I ended up in Colorado Springs. And I remember going, I was thinking about this this morning. I remember going to a subway for lunch. And I'm like, are we at war? Now, remember, this is in like 96. I'm like, are we at war? Why are all these people in their fatigues? I've never lived in a military town before. We have Fort Carson. We've got NORAD, everybody's like, these guys are looking at me like, why do you guys, why do you think we're at war? And I'm like, because you have these fatigues on there. Like we wear these every day. So that was just to back this up. That's, that's, this is the first time I've really been in a military town before. And so this has become a very dear to my heart because when I moved back to Colorado, I moved back to Denver and I ended up in the cannabis industry about seven years ago. I've met many, many people that have been in the military. Um, that we're using cannabis for different reasons, um, usually for pain, depression, Tourette's, all sorts of things that they had going on. And I moved from more of the MJ side over to the CBD side, and I've seen how it's helped people. And to start, I am not a doctor or a nurse, so I'm not telling anybody to come off, go off their medications, but I have seen, I have seen these products help people. And I'm pretty passionate about it because it's affecting my parents too. It's helped them also. Okay. And like I said, I would definitely want to get into to this. I've interviewed several people, you know, 
doctors and psychologists and stuff like that about CBD. Um, now, just everybody knows that listens to my show. I'm in recovery. Um, I re- I'm a recovering drug addict and alcoholic. So I have different views on, on CBD. And it's, you know, and I'm learning as I go, you know, because you never, once your mind is closed is when you stop growing, literally. Right. You know, so I'm always learning and I'm always um, ready to help other people. And I'm so grateful that you are um, willing to put yourself out there, because a lot of times, if especially if you're in the cannabis industry, CBD industry, you know, you right. put yourself out there. There's a lot of backlash. Right. People just don't understand. So, I, so yes, I, I 100% agree with you and I don't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. I just wanted to ask you really quick. I'm sure. Most of the people that are listening right now, um, they know what your past issues have been. Um, was it drugs and alcohol? Were they medi- were they um, pharmaceutical drugs or like more opiates and things like that? Um, and I'm only asking because I want to be able to tailor what we're going to talk about today. Not that we really need to t- tailor, but. Yeah, well, like two friends having a cup of coffee, so who Mm -hmm. knows where the conversation is going to go. Exactly. I I took whatever I could, uh, mostly was acid and alcohol. So that that was my addiction. I've been clean now. I just celebrated 32 years, January 1st. Wow. Was this mostly because of um, pain and anxiety and things like that um, from being in the from when you were surfing and we were hurt maybe or something like that? No, it was because uh, I think, you know, I, I'm not a professional, but now that I've interviewed like 300 people, yeah. I'm starting to be trying to, I think I've started to learn a little bit more. It was mm-hmm. a lot of, uh, to deal with uh, emotional and physical trauma when I was. Okay. Yep. Right. So, but you know, so now when you were, thinking... when you were younger, so before uh, you were in the military. Yep. Yeah, okay. way, way before I joined the military. Okay. Then when I joined the military, I found acid because I realized they couldn't drug test for it because yeah. they had to do a spinal tap and they're not going to pay 10 grand to take a test. So that's what that yeah. became a drug of choice. I see. Okay. And I didn't yeah. know that because I've, I've never done acid, but I didn't know that that's the only way they can find that. So thank yeah, you for teaching me something today, Richard. Um, yes, it actually collects inside the spinal spinal cord. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Yep. So, so um, how you gotten? You know, um, do you have an autoimmune disease, or I what's do. going on with you? I do. Um, I have Lyme disease, and I've had it. We don't even know how long now because we know when I was bit in Mexico in Acapulco, um, and we didn't know what the thing was behind my ear. In the morning, I asked my girlfriends, I'm like, is this still this thing that you told me about? Is it still behind my ear? They're like, no, but there's like an invitation. The reason we forgot about finding the pharmacy that spoke English, because our Spanish wasn't great. Um, our sorority, not our sorority, but our fraternity brothers from Michigan State, they were in another bar and they said, hey, you guys come in here and do tequila poppers. Well, we did tequila poppers. And as we know, we just forgot. Like we forgot until the morning that we were trying to find a pharmacy, trying to figure out if something was behind my ear, but it wasn't there anymore. So, um, so yeah, you would think that I wouldn't like tequila anymore, right? <laughs> but um, I was hoping that if I have enough tequila at some point, it would kill all the spirochetes in my body, but I don't think that's going to happen. So that's another story. Um, and I don't 
want to drink too much of anything right now. So I have had Lyme for over, let's say 38 years. I probably got it in Northern Michigan um, or in lower part of the, the, mitten, the mitten state, right? Um, when I was a kid, because nobody knew about ticks. Nobody knew about Lyme disease. And we'd sit in the yard and we play in the grass with our dog. And, you know, we just didn't think about it and our cat. So and the cat used to sleep around my neck. So, you know what? You never know. I could have gotten it when I was a lot younger too. Um, but I have gone through different stages because at first they didn't know what was wrong with me and they thought I might have MS, that Lyme could turn into MS at some point. Um, but my autoimmune doctors, my autoimmune doctors in Colorado have told me, oh, we found over 50 different autoimmune diseases in you now. Actually, you found over a hundred. I'm like, and they're what? Do you really want to listen to them? And I'm like, no. And this other doctor was online too. These telecalls are great, aren't they? Not really. All of a sudden you see other faces, you're like, who are these six other faces on the phone? But they said, it really doesn't matter. It's just you're you're not getting better. And I keep telling them, well, what's helping me now, because the Western medicines, I took them for a long time. I took antibiotics for a long time. And it did help me because I had to drop out of college for a year because I pretty much forgot my name. I went from a 2.5 to a 4.0 student after I did the IV antibiotics, which is kind of a miracle, but it's coming back a little bit now with a vengeance. So that's when I decided, right, I'll try the CBD because everybody keeps telling me, try mine, try mine, try mine. So I decided to start a company called Jenny's Gold Standard. And with that, I have seven companies that I vetted, the companies and their products. Yes, I did try the dog treat. Yes, by accident, I did put the cat oil in my mouth and that is not good. Doesn't taste good. It's not going to kill you though. <laughs> right? So, um, but yeah, so I'm repping these companies that are great. And for me, I've heard and seen a lot of companies that aren't um, vetted, I say great, and their COAs aren't clean and maybe their land isn't clean. Um, just because they say their hemp is being grown or their MJ is being grown on an organic piece of land. Well, they bought that land if they haven't had it for hundreds of years. Was there another, like, was there a corn crop on there? Were they spraying an insecticide on their corn or on their wheat? So is that land really organic? So those are things that I look into. All right. So now tell us, you know, like I said, I had a cousin that was, um, had Lyme disease mm-hmm. and his recovery and it still leaves some after effects, mm-hmm. but his recovery was very, uh, it was a very hard recovery yeah. process. Yeah. So what was your recovery process like? Well, unfortunately um, I'm using a walker full time now. And what's weird about this is that I went from almost being perfect again to when I was living in LA, kind of going up and down a roller coaster and I'd be in on short-term medical leave for like two months and I have great physical therapy at Cedar sinai And then I'd go back to work and I'd work for, you know, eight to 10 hours a day and usually 10 to 12, to be honest with you. But that's the industry I was in. It was very fast moving. I'm showing 20,000 square foot estates. I think it's really fun. It's very exciting. But what would happen, all of a sudden I crash again. Then I go out for two months or three months. Then I come back to work, do the same thing again. Um, so I now 
went from no cane to a cane, no cane to a cane, no cane to a cane walker. So now I'm 51. My face looks pretty good because I use CBD products on my face, but you can't see me. So you guys will just have to guess. <laughs> but but this walker thing is just, it's really bringing my anxiety up. It's bringing my depression up because I've never had been depressed, never had anxiety like this because I don't feel like I'm getting better at this point. So that's why I use CBD products every day. And that is helping me. Um, so I shouldn't say I'm not getting better because it is helping me. But I'm pretty, I'm pretty strict with it. So if anybody ever has questions, they can also get in touch with me. Now, um, when I retired from GNC uh, uh, January of last year. Oh, wow. They were, I was, I was with them for almost on and off uh, mm -hmm. years. And um, they were just coming out with topical CBD cream. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, and it, of course it only had, I think it was like 0.3% uh, THC and it That's, was supposed to help with joint pain and right. arthritis. Now, how good are topicals compared to ingestibles? Well, um, I, and I did start this with the um, CBD THC thing, but federally um, they're only allowing 0.03% max um, THC and any CBD products. So that's why typically people do not feel anything CBD. They really don't feel anything, but there are some people that do, and there can be different issues with them internally. And that's why if you don't have a gallbladder, or if you don't have other organs that have been, take, that have been taken out, or you don't have bile correctly in your system, then it just goes straight into you, I guess, from what I understand. So I understand why some people are nervous about that. So there are two, I don't know if I got off topic, sorry. There's two different types of CBD. Well, there's actually three. So um, marijuana grows can actually extract CBD. So that's a totally different story. If you're getting CBD from dispensary and it's from the marijuana plant, the MJ plant, I'll just say that, then that's a different, you would think it's the same type of CBD, but it's not according to the government. So, um, but if you get CBD that's from, like you buy, let's say online or from me, from my client, from my vendors and stuff, that is below 0 0.03. And that is from a hemp plant. So the hemp plant is the one that keeps getting dogged a little bit because there's no reason for it to get, for it to get dogged, but the government likes to kind of keep it down a little bit. Um, but there are two different kinds you can get from hemp also. You can get, um, I'm sorry, you can get um, full spectrum, which that has 0 0.03 or less in the tinctures or in the gummies or the salves, or you can get broad spectrum where there's no THC in there. It's only, it's only CBD. Okay, so now, because I still have a lot of friends in the military. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm a big veterans advocate and a mental health advocate. Right. Um, they last month or month or two, they came down with a um, a letter from from up high that mm -hmm. there are no CBD products allowed in the the B, the PX um, mm -hmm. any any place that and they are not allowed to consume 
um, right. CBD products. Now, right. why do we think that would be? You know, I, I, unfortunately, I don't know quite enough about why the government or why the military is doing that. Um, I would really hope that they lift. I would wish that they would lift that. What I don't know is that you take, I wish I had done more research on this, but um, I do wish they had research on whether or not if you take broad spectrum, if they can find that in your blood. And I don't know that because that's straight CBD and there's no THC in there. So unless they're looking for that, um, I don't know. And I don't know why they would do that. Okay. It could be a you know, pharmaceutical like thing. It could be a big pharma thing. A lot of this is coming down from big pharma and they pay the government a lot of money. A lot of money to keep this down. All of so, it. So tell us how you were before using the CBD products and what benefits have you seen using the products? Um, you know what, the salves, I just started using a salve, one that's a rollerball. It's also um, it's also a gel if you want to get it that way. Um, that I was get, having some, and I've never had pain. That's the one thing. But recently, and I think it's because I'm home all the time and not out. Um, we'll get into that in a minute with everybody. Um, I feel like I'm sitting all the time and I'm doing podcasts, which are great. And they're super fun. It keeps my mind going. But I think sitting all the time and not exercising and getting out and walking around like I used to. I think because of that, my bones have hurt. My muscles have hurt more. So that's how I'm seeing it lately. Um, using more topicals like you were bringing up with you. So are you using the topicals or? I do not use anything, okay. you know, especially me being in recovery. Right. You know, a lot of people follow me. I mean, I have a big following and mm -hmm. I'm afraid and I'm going to be honest because people know that on yeah. my, my show, I'm 100% real, 100% right. right. I'm, I'm afraid of going back to day one of recovery again mm -hmm. and yeah. that's why i do not use any of the pro i mean i have like one of my friends she actually has a company her her company's called soldier girl coffee okay. which, it's she sell it's coffee infused with cbd mm -hmm. yeah but i'm still worried you know especially in, being in recovery even you know just and i think you probably hear a lot of it is just because you know people are uneducated or right. don't know or it has a stigma to it. So, you know, I'm just being open and honest and telling you, I'm afraid to use, even if I know it only has point, you know, 3%, because like, even when my wife bakes um, cookies for me, she mm. has to use a vanilla extract that's alcohol free, even though the alcohol burns out of it. You, see, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's something that I just, I just try to protect myself as much as I can. Mm -hmm. so, you know, just, just being, yeah. you know, 100% real. No, I'm so, glad that you brought that up because I mean, this is totally different, but I was on paleo diet a few years ago. The first time I was really, really strict about it. And I was even asking like, can we use white wine vinegar and can we use red wine vinegar to cook with or on your salads? Because I'm thinking, am I going to get the alcohol from that? So I completely, I completely get what you're saying about the vanilla. Extract with alcohol. That was yeah. one of the things I looked for too. I was like, I was like, yeah, I just, cause we all have different issues. Um, but for me, um, my dietary issues, 
that's where I was looking at the alcohol. And I'm like, yeah, I better get that out of there. But, you know, and like I said, you know, if I don't have any problem with anybody, anybody right. you know, using it, because there's some people that, you know, like I know that, you know, when I got sober um, mm -hmm. in the rooms of AA and NA, you know, right. say, you know, whatever you're doing, you know, it's not my circus. It's not my monkeys. Right. So, I, you know, I don't like even when I have friends over the house, you know, mm -hmm. they have wine, you know, they could bring beer, they could bring whatever they want, but right. they got to take it with them when they leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I don't have any problem with anybody using anything. And I'm just really, really interested in learning, uh, you know, about the CBD. Now, what is the difference between hemp? Because I know like when I was at GNC, we used to sell hemp protein. Um, what's the difference between hemp and CBD? Like I was saying, there's two different types of ways you can extract the CBD. It actually can come from the marijuana plant or the, I'll just call it MJ, like I'll say that again, MJ plant or, or the hemp plant. So MJ plants can actually be way higher. Their THC and CBD levels can be higher because you have to have a card you can go in, you have to be a certain age, right? But you do have to also be a certain age to um, purchase hemp, hemp stuff, anything. Now, probably at GNC, I don't know. Um, hemp protein powder that would not have had THC in it. Yeah. So, okay. You know, people don't realize how many, you know, what so many products that actually have, have hemp in it. Right. You know, and it's mm -hmm. clothing, all kinds of stuff that, so, you know, hemp gets a bad word, I guess, from the seventies, you know what I mean? Where you hear yeah. the word hemp, you're like, Oh, okay. Hippie. Pop, I know. <laughs> yeah. Cause people know the difference between the two plants. There's not a huge difference, but like today, I mean, I've seen this before. I think I'm thinking of two different such scenarios. One I saw today on LinkedIn. There's one gentleman that I'm pretty close with. He posted this article about these tennis shoes that this 72 year old old woman made with her with her husband, not her husband, but her son. And there are some people, not kidding you, there are some people that will probably try to eat the shoes. Just because they think it will get high from the shoes. You're not going to get high from any hemp products. Like that just isn't going to happen. So if you're going to really buy hemp paper and eat it, you're not going to get high from that. But for some reason, if a hemp, if a hemp field, you know, test the field, like if it's higher than the percentage it can be, they make you burn that down or destroy it. And, okay. but why can't they use that? for hemp plastic, or why can't they use that for hemp textiles? People aren't gonna eat a plastic, anything that's made with hemp. If they are, they've got other issues, right? So that's one example I was gonna give you was the tennis shoes, which I think is fabulous because the insole and everything, the whole shoe is made with hemp and the insoles and everything are actually made for somebody in their 60s, 70s, 80s. You know, I mean, you could be younger too to use them, but their insoles are made you know, for people that are a little bit older. Um, but my other example is that I remember when on the East Coast, people started making tinctures and we were all at this event here. And they said, did you hear about that story? There are people, I don't remember which state, if it was North or South Carolina, there are people on the beach that were buying these hemp tinctures and they were downing them completely because they thought they were going to get high or drunk. 
if they are made from alcohol, made with alcohol. So, I mean, there's a lot of misinformation out there and it's hard. I mean, it's hard for us to have to um, educate, but we're more than happy to educate because this is kind of the, this is kind of the future if we don't want to have to keep using gas and things like that. Okay, now I have uh, uh, another question to ask, you know, because mm-hmm. um, this is going to be heard by a lot of veterans mm-hmm. um, and police officers, firefighters, mm-hmm. um, you know, talking about um, imposter syndrome. Yes. You know, um, I have a friend, my friend James McNeil actually wrote a great book about imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if people see me walking around or, you know, or see somebody walking around, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm dealing with post-traumatic stress, um, depression, you know, traumatic brain injury. Mm. Um, but they look at you and you look okay. Right. And, you know, or, and if you're say, if you're having lunch with somebody and you just say, yeah, I'm not feeling right today, you know, Mm -hmm. they'll say some, you know, not trying to be mean, but they'll just say something like, it's okay. Um, you're just having a, you just have the blues or, you know, snap out of it. You know, mm-hmm. everything's yeah. going to be okay. And, right. and for me, like when I, when I hear somebody sell somebody with, you know, PTSD or depression mm-hmm. to snap out of it, it's right. kind of like telling a, de- a deaf guy to listen harder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know exactly. Right. So talk to us about the imposter mm-hmm. syndrome, especially dealing with the hidden diseases. Um. Because my disease, a lot of, I used to work for a lot of corporations and I would hide it the best that I could. I mean, I've had this since whatever it was, I've had it since I was 19. We're pretty sure I got in high school um, originally, not just Mexico, but before that. Um, And you do your best to hide it. Oh yeah, I feel great. Look great. Your hair is great. Your makeup's great. You look, you're dressed really great. People would hire me because of how I looked, Right. Because I was in PR, I was in marketing, I was in, but did they really look at me and how I was getting around and if I, all of a sudden I had this big smile on my face all the time, but if they took a different picture, they go, oh, she didn't look very happy in that picture. And it was like two seconds later, right? Because people, people assume a lot of things about people, um, just assuming what they've done for a living or if they've been successful. So right now, I'm speaking to you and the veterans. I think it's kind of hard right now for us because I don't have a full-time job right now, but I did. And they had to lay me off because of COVID. I had a part-time, sorry. I had a part-time job, but they had to lay me off because of layoffs and things like that um, with their, with their, the people that they were representing. And, um, and what's happening is that people like myself, it doesn't matter. They worked on the Nintendo account. It doesn't matter. You know, they worked for, I don't even want to say where my dad worked, but I had an internship there. I had an internship at the Kennedy Center, you know, things like that. It didn't matter. The first job I had, it was hard because I was, I had them, I had helped them get the Nintendo account when I was, I don't know, 22. And I, that was the first PR from that brought that account over, you know, things like that. And you're thinking, wow, I used to do all this stuff. I was helping sell $25 million estates are $50 million estates. Why do I feel like I can't even help somebody sell? Not there's a whole lot of, not a whole lot of $150,000 houses here, even condos in Colorado, but why do I feel like I can do that? 
when I've done way more than that. So the imposter syndrome is real um, when it comes to what you've done in the past. And you guys that are veterans and ladies, you guys have done a lot for this country. So don't forget that. Right? Yeah. And, you know, and it was funny because, well, um, last week my wife had to go to Florida mm-hmm. because um, her father was, was sick and he passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm 80% blind. Okay. So uh, I had to order, it was stupid, but it, I had to order Chinese food. And I'm a, I was afraid. <laughs> it sounds simple and mundane. But I was afraid to you know, order Chinese food, you know, because I haven't been done it in years. And yeah. and here I and I sit, you know, and I sat back and think, wait a minute, you know, I spent 23 years in the military. I was a, a, a tank commander of a hundred oh. million dollar vehicle, and here I am yeah. worried about ordering Chinese food. So kind yeah. of it's amazing when you start talking, when you start thinking about, you know, you know, like one of my one of my mom mentors is Ed Milet mm-hmm. and put out a post yesterday or today was that mm-hmm. your brain will lie to you. Right. Yeah, so, it will. It will. And now, it's tough. I mean, it's really, it's really, I don't mean to cut you off again. No, not it's at all. Really, you're like, oh, keep cutting me off. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, but yeah, it's really difficult because your brain tricks you because you're just like, it's almost like there's some, there's somebody else in your head and you're like, I know it was that way, but you're not that way. You got the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other shoulder. And the devil's like, yeah, you can't do that anymore. And the angel's like, oh, yeah, you can take that job. It's going to be great. Like there's a director of communications job that I probably, I don't want to take right now for various reasons, but with the state of Colorado, I would have gone after that and most likely gotten that in the past. Right now, absolutely not. I'd be like, "Mm, yeah, I can't do that. I can't do that. I had hand controls in my car. I just turned in my car because I'm not seeing well anymore either. So I understand. I understand what's going on with you. Well, I kind of do, Richard, but I mean, not 100%, but I mean, I understand the eye thing. And all of a sudden you're just like, well, how could I have been in advertising and copy, like reading copywriting and, you know, all that. And now I can't even see the computer that well. So it's hard. It's hard when you start getting these changes in your body because we don't want to admit that we're getting older. Yep. But now, you know, I just had, I just interviewed, I got three interviews today. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm pumped. You do too? I do too. Uh, but, I do too after this. But. So talk to us about, you know, because I love overcomers. You know, I love, yeah. I love the underdog. I'm the guy that, you know, I'll yeah. pick the underdog every time. Yeah. So talk to us about overcoming, you know, what we're, you know, people, especially now um, with COVID, tell us how they can, our audience, how they can overcome and how they can become more resilient. Well, I'm assuming most of your audience, though, as you were saying, are they ex-military or are they still in the military or both? Both, but I, I we have a worldwide reach, so it's not just military. Okay. It's just okay. anybody okay. that's struggling with any, especially autoimmune disease or also yeah. struggling with depression and PTSD. Okay. So um, take a look and I'm, and I keep putting my Facebook, it's on Facebook, Instagram, um, YouTube, all these, um, all these videos and LinkedIn that I put up 
from, I probably have, I think I have 40 different videos up right now from last September on. And we were talking about, because believe it or not, here comes the holidays. And I had a lot of friends in the military that were saying, or ex-military that were saying, my anxiety is really bad. My depression is really bad. Um, I thought it was, as you were just saying, I thought I was overcoming this right now. And I'm not, I can't travel to see my parents or, you know, my brothers and sisters. I haven't been able to for years, but, um, but yeah. So I think, I think the overcoming part might help you if you, some of these videos might help you because we talk about things you can do. But with my company right now, what I'm doing right now, and that's why I'm really glad that Richard reached out to me, is that my mission now is to help people with autoimmune diseases and other illnesses. And I'm going to be bringing information to them regarding other illnesses that are autoimmune illnesses and doctors, Western doctors and homeopathic doctors and naturopath doctors, um, integrative health doctors, um, uh, different types of uh, like diets, people that can talk to you about diets, because if you have diabetes, your diet is going to be completely different than a histamine diet. If you have to be on a histamine diet, I just found out I have to do that yesterday. Now, like, that's now I've, you know, like I said, I've been in the health field for a long time, mm -hmm. never yeah. heard of the histamine diet. Talk to me about that. Well, it's great because this doctor said to me, well, you're going to have to stop eating avocados. You're going to have to stop. I was just looking this up today. She's like, oh, I'm going to send something to you too. Well, she hasn't, but I'm very impatient sometimes, <laughs> um, which my CBD helps with that. Um, there's one called Calm, which is amazing. So it calms me down. <laughs> I don't talk, talk quite as fast, um, but even like sauerkraut, anything like that, you can't eat any of that. You can't have beans. I'm like, well, what am I supposed to eat? I'm just kind of sitting here going, we're looking, I have a caregiver. So the funny part is I have a caregiver and I call my caregiver not caregiver because he's not really a caregiver, but he's trying to be. Then I have the podcast, not podcast. <laughs> so that's why people said, it's a perfect name for you. <laughs> can you make a decision? I'm like, I can. But um, but yeah, so I I think it's really important that I'll get back to the histamine thing. So there's different Western medicines that you can take for histamine issues, antihistamine issues, histamine issues. I think a lot of it has to do with um, allergies, just you know, to pollen, you know, your typical outdoor allergies, but this is the type of stuff that you'd be eating. So um, pretty much I believe gluten-free. I've been gluten-free, dairy-free for a long time now, which kind of sucks. So there's like no ice cream, sorry guys and gals, <laughs> right? So everyone wants their dairy queen, but if I really want to cheat and not feel great, I have a dairy queen. I'll feel great at the time. Then the next day I'm like, I don't know why I don't feel good. Probably because I just had a dairy queen. And right? a lot of people, they don't realize that, you know, if you take too much um, milk products, right. products, you know, it, it mm -hmm. actually wreaks havoc on your immune yes. system, um, yeah. you know, especially um, with inflammation. Right. But now, By the way, Richard, we'll do a hashtag. We'll go hashtag Dairy Queen. <laughs> just like, right? Just get that out there because I'm like, sorry, you just used your name, but but you are a good example. What am I supposed to eat? But I want to eat it. I'll probably get a big gift certificate now, or you will in the mail. No, um, I know, right? So everybody is listening. 
Um, now, there's so like, you know, I know like for me, you know, there are certain products that I take, you know, um, to reduce inflammation in my body. You know, I take turmeric every day. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I take milk, milk thistle every day. Right. You know, to help inflammation in my body. Are there certain right. things besides CBD that you take for your body for inflammation and stuff? I do. Um, right now, it's funny that you said that you said um, the turmeric because I take turmeric and let's see, I take turmeric. I take Ashinagua. I know that's a mushroom powder, but it's not a psychedelic one. That's that's not going to get you high or anything either. Actually, it's more medicinal mushrooms like cordyceps, turkey tail. I just like to say it. Lion's mane is really good for your brain. These are all, there's a, it's called the Thrive Six is what I take. Um, I should probably do a hashtag Thrive Six, <laughs> right? Um, but a lot of that stuff you can get online. I'm taking vitamin C, a lot of vitamin D, three. Um, so there's lots of things like that I'm taking. Okay, so now a lot of people, like I said, they're, you know, now the weather's starting to break. People are starting to be able to get outside. I think a right. lot of places um, are starting to let people out again, you know, with, right. with and all that. So, but for the people that are still uh, stuck inside, you know, right. some of the things that they can do for their own well-being and mental health while they're still inside. Right. So what I'm doing right now, I know it sounds kind of lame, but um, if I go out, you guys, I only, I don't go out to dinner. I don't go out to lunch. Um, I know I'm not in New York City because you're in New York, New York, New York City, right? No, I'm okay. in New Jersey. So about Jersey. 10 minutes away. Yep. Okay. But it's kind of, I feel like it's all the same over there with the, I'll call it C19 stuff that's going on. I think you guys are more, I don't even know if you're more on more lockdown than we are. Um, but I feel like we still are. So, um, but I'm not really doing anything except going to doctor's appointments and going to get my hair done. Like that's it. <laughs> so, um, but at home, when I go to see my physical therapist, so what we've done, they've given me a whole bunch of exercises I can do at home. I have one of those little bikes, you know, that people put under the desk supposedly, but I can't do that. I guess my dining room table isn't large enough or high enough. But um, so I do that every morning. Um, I have little arm weights that I use every day. Um, there's just things like that. You need to stand at least every half hour. You need to stand. Um, so you're just not sitting the whole time like I like to do for hours. Now I wonder why I'm kind of sore. So there's a lot of things you can do for yourself like that. Um, if you can get out and walk around, just like the block or just outside, or just sit outside if you have a patio or if you have a deck or something. If you believe in the whole getting out in the sun, getting your, sun, getting your D that way, your vitamin D. Well, for me, you know, I, I like listening. To, I like going for walks and listening mm -hmm. to podcasts. You know, that, yeah. that's where I get most of my information mm -hmm. since I, I really can't read as good as I used to. So I try to listen to get right. as much information as I can through, you know, audio books on Audible. Um, right. So, you know, I got to tell everybody, you know, you cannot pour from an empty cup. So, right. you know, a lot of people, you know, they keep on giving and giving and giving. And I have a certain cousin in mind. That, and sometimes, you know, she has has problems taking care of themselves. So mm -hmm. how does a person, you know, going, how does a person start doing some self-care? 
for themselves. Um, do you mean, but uh, do you mean more than what I was talking about, like working out and things like that, or reading? Yeah, but, you know, because yeah. sometimes you know, like I'm, I, it was weird, you know, because I've always been a caretaker, and right. my wife, you know, she's my, you know, she's been taking. And right. it's hard, you know, for, especially for guys, you know, we mm-hmm. have that whole pride thing. Mm-hmm. But, you yeah. know, but I think, you know, after a little, sometimes you start getting a little bit better and you right. want to start doing more things. Right. So, you know, how, how can a person, you know, start trying to get back to, to center a little bit? Um, if you can get out, like I was saying, if you can get out where you're living, I think that's very important. So all of a sudden you don't have shock. Like I actually went, for example, I just I only I just went to the Gaylord Hotel to see somebody before we took her to the airport, and that was like a huge thing for me because I thought, how many germs are in here? So our our world now is so germ phobic for various reasons. <laughs> um, we won't get into that either, will we? Um, but I just feel like the fear of God, and God is great, God is good, but I'm just saying the fear of God has kind of been put into us the last year and a half. And so you think about what you're touching all the time. So it's not fun. Um, and do you have to wear a mask when you're outside? They're saying yes sometimes. Some places are saying yes. Some places are saying no. The states are all over the place. So you just don't. So I just want you to take what I say for as a grain of salt because I just don't know what's going on in your specific state. Um, but they're saying, well, in some of the counties in Colorado, you don't have to wear the mask outside anymore. But if you're around more than 10 people, then you do. So these are these are the types of things I'm not sure how to answer. I don't go to the grocery store. I don't go to a pharmacy. I have my caregiver, not caregiver, do that. So so it's not so those types of things. I'm not really living the normal life right now um, that I'd like to be living again. I'm also having enough issues walking right now that I'm not able to do that. That's why I'm working out a lot at home as much as I can. So you guys stretch and ladies, I keep saying you guys, but I don't mean Matt and Holly, um, everybody um, work out and take a bath. If you want to take a bath, kind of soak, do things like that. Keep up your physical as much as you can. Like take a shower every day if you can do that. Um, I actually have to have him here to get in and out of the shower because it's not safe for me right now. But I'm becoming more independent, like you were saying, Richard, where you're like, you know what? I can do that by myself. Thank you very much. But then all of a sudden you're like, but can you come in here now and help me? So it's interesting. It's interesting how you get to that point where you want to move on. And because I always have moved on. So I think during COVID right now, you guys are C-19. We're having a difficult time because like Colorado, when they shut down, I couldn't see my doctors to the point where I was in the middle of treatments and ended up being in a facility for 17 days to learn how to walk again. So if you've been in that type of situation and you're coming back from that, we have to keep your mind straight too. You really have to try to keep positive as much as you can. So try to get back to the things you were doing, even if they're all at home, just watch your favorite movies, but don't just become a movie and TV addict. Like try to do other things too, like, Richard, you were saying, listen to books on tape if you don't want to read the book. Yeah, because, you know, for me, it helps me get out of my get out of my own head for a while. So right. let, 
But, you know, last two questions, you know, I love it. You know, I'm very big on LinkedIn. You know, that's where I spend mm-hmm. most of my time. Yeah. But how do we find you? How can we get in touch with you? How can we watch your videos? Okay. Well, take a look at Jenny's Gold Standard. It's J-E-N-N-Y apostrophe S. G-O-L-D in the standard. That's that's my um, that's my Facebook, my LinkedIn, my Instagram, and my um, YouTube channels. Um, but I would look at the YouTube one because they're all on there, but they're also all on the on LinkedIn um, channel too. Now, if you want to get in touch with me, like an email, you need to direct me direct message me through LinkedIn or um, through Jenny's Gold Standard, or you can also um, just go to Jenny's Jenny's Gold Standard at gmail.com. Send me a note. Just in the subject, just tell me that you heard me on Richard's show. So I'll know that. Okay. So last question. You know, um, sure. we live we live in a very crazy world. You know, mm-hmm. you guys are listening to this. It's May 11th. We're still in COVID. And mm-hmm. governor is starting to restrict, you know, I mean, I mean, starting to let's lift some of the restrictions. Right. But a lot of people lost their jobs. So we have parents that are out there just driving Uber just to be able to put right. food in their kids' mouths. You know, we mm-hmm. got grandparents that are homeschooling kids. Mm-hmm. So I ask the average person to do something in seven days. They're not likely to get to it. But if I ask somebody to take an actionable step in the mm-hmm. next 24 hours, they're more likely. Right. So if somebody is struggling with their autoimmune disease or the, the unseen diseases i'll call it right what is something they can do in the next 24 hours to start to get some help um to start to get help if they don't have doctors or um or 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 what are some of the steps they can take to start to get help um i it just depends on i hate this part of our i love our country but i hate the part that we don't have health insurance because if they're not vendors and if they don't have va benefits then where does the average American go to get help? And I have friends that are veterans, as I've told you, that can't even get to the VA for like really, really serious surgeries for six months. So I, I'm not sure about that, um, but I definitely would reach out to somebody, um, VA hospital or wherever you can go, to say, hey, you know what? I wanna learn more about this or more about that. I really need to work on my diet because I don't think I'm eating well. Um, I would definitely go online though. And you can, you guys can write me and ask me for um, more information for um, different places you can go and look. But um, I definitely would look at diets for what you have going on with you. If you wanna get out of the medical, Western medical side, look for some integrative doctors or look for more homeopathic ways to do this. Um, there, are, there are some things you can buy off of Amazon if you want to die, buy off of Amazon if you're still not getting out. Um, and you can get more of them vitamins and minerals and stuff like that into your body. If you don't think you're eating well, please, please look into some of these vitamins and minerals um, just because I think that's part of what's kept me going for so long because I've been, I'm not really good about, I'll be honest with you guys, keeping a strict um calendar every single day about what I'm going to do. But I'll tell you those vitamins and minerals and my shakes and stuff. I do them every day, every morning. I don't care how tired I am. I do them because those types of things are really important for you guys and gals, because if you think you're gaining weight and if you think that that's, what's dragging you down, 
and the weight, I'm not a, a, the weight thing is whatever, but I'm just saying, if you think that that is making you a little bit worse, then you really guys, you guys really need to get out there and walk a little bit or ride like a stationary. Thank you for joining us today. Please hit subscribe and share. Please feel free to leave us a comment.